you could teach math like this. Like some dude who didn't in the book, he didn't know shit about math. Uh-huh. And he applied this memory technique and he could do like complex ass calculus <laughs> yeah. just by memorizing the formulas and applying it. Uh-huh. Like which is pretty which is pretty crazy. So imagine you taught you were taught biology like this, you were taught math like this, uh-huh. history, freaking physics, bro. You could you could unleash some like genius, bro. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Sound One Four podcast. You know we're back in in studio again. Yep, Got my finally. cousin Rithik here. You know after. Yes, sir. When was the last time you came in? Like, oh, dude, probably since, month. Like it was like February. Months, February, yeah. Like I remember we talked Kobe, about yeah Kobe. Kobe. Passed. Yeah, that, that was one. Yeah. Damn, it's been a while. I know. Uh, but it's good to be back here. Yeah, it's good to be back. Yep. Uh, uh so. Yesterday we had Thanksgiving. This is the day after of Thanksgiving yeah, for Thanksgiving. Yeah, that was uh that was fun, man. Like a good meal. I know. Plenty to be thankful Big for. Feast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, we that was, that was a really fun Thanksgiving. Yeah, it was, it was just like my family, your family, and yeah, we, we had we, to keep it small. Yeah, we made it small this year. Usually, we we have our fa- yeah, family from entire, come over. Yeah, uh, come over to to our place and and just eat, feast you know eat a bunch yeah we still had good we had like all the essentials mac and cheese yep. turkey, turkey like uh, mashed, mashed potatoes, potatoes stuffing like loaves like bread salad you got we got everything we got everything yeah <laughs> it was made, good that's it's good to have that and i had it for leftovers too yeah, i ate same. it today i just ate that, I just <laughs> ate that before coming here yeah it's actually somehow it's actually better it's like good, the day yeah. after. Like I had yeah. that mac and cheese and I was like, was holy like, shit. shit. <laughs> it might have been better than yesterday. Yeah, probably. <laughs> like that's how good know. that shit is. I don't know how it does that, but Yeah. And dude, turkey bro, it had me knocked out yesterday. Like I, I had to drink coffee. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Like it makes you so tired because it has tryptophan mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. And like that's the amino acid that makes you tired mm-hmm. in like humans. I don't know if that's the only uh, animal to like possess that, like um, that we eat. But I've noticed every time, yeah. every year, you just every you year. eat it and you get tired. And one thing I don't know if anyone else notices this, but when when like it's only like say it's only like seven o'clock, you think it's like nine or ten easily. Uh-huh. Like yeah. for some reason, you just think it's later than especially it if you is. if you're used to eating at a later, later time. time. Yeah. Like we usually like, like eight. eight nine yeah, you know eight. around there like later later times but um when we, you, at we thanksgiving you usually early because it takes a long time to cook and everything yeah and then like we were done by i think like seven yeah. <laughs> and so um, we watched home alone classic yep. the first one home alone that's yeah. that's an essential to like to watch yeah, every right. now every season this comes down yeah. yeah like after now at this point, it's just Thanksgiving, only thing or only Christmas music. Yeah. It's just Christmas <laughs> we were, season. We were playing Christmas music oh, like, oh, the right. whole time. Yeah. And so it was a fun night, you know. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, we watched Home Alone, which was which was fun. You like I've watched that dozens. We we watched that so many times, but it's it's a movie you could always watch and you'll still yeah. have fun watching it. Yeah, yeah. There's very few movies like that. Joe Pesci is a great actor. Yeah. He makes it better. 
now we need to watch the second one. To, yeah, <laughs> I get the second one. Yeah, it's always good to watch. It's like for us, like we we watched Home Alone, we watched Rush Hour, like Rush those Hour is those three movies. I don't even know how many times we've watched it. Well, we watched it so many times. Like it's crazy. Yeah, we used to go like. Whenever we would sleep over at your house, yeah. like we'd watch at least two or three movies that <laughs> night, like yep. that that day. We'd spend hours just yeah. watching movies. That's how, that's how it's supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> enjoy it. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, have, have you heard um, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones are gonna fight? Yeah, yeah. Like literally tomorrow. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. And Jake Paul and Nate Robinson. Like, dude, the height difference is crazy. Like. <laughs> It's yeah, noticeable. How, how tall is Nate Robinson? He's, he's like 5'8 like or something. 5'8. And then Jake Paul is like six something. Yeah, he's all above six. At least. Yeah. And then, yeah, dude, that's that's tough. I, but Nate Robinson is ripped, dude. I see mm -hmm. like the videos when he trains. Because he's like an actual athlete. You yeah, know, he, he played in the NBA. Dude, I don't know how he dunked. Couldn't yeah, he dunk he could in the dunk. NBA? He I think he jumped over Dwight Howard, too. Yeah. That's like crazy. One time. Yeah. He kind of looks like Kevin Hart, like a yeah. little bit with the size and everything. <laughs> and then, Dude. like that, like Mike Tyson, how old is he now? Like 50? Bro, he's probably in four, his 50s. 50, somewhere. Bro, uh, he got like fat, and then he got like fat, and then now he's like ripped. Dude. I know. He's like back. Yeah. That's crazy. I heard that he didn't want to fight again because it would like, like his ego would fire up again, yeah, and he yeah. doesn't like that. But now for this, he's, I guess yeah, he came mad. back. Yeah, he's like, and he's still like fast, bro. I know, like, bro. He's crazy, he's, bro. One punch from Mike Tyson, like <laughs> you're, out. you're out, you're cold. Did you see the video of him like training, like how fast he was, I've, like just yeah, dude. his turning, like, like he turns know, he, quick. Boom. Yeah, you got he he puts the whole waist, the rotation, yeah, the rotation. everything into one punch. That's how you create power. Yeah, uh, yeah, he knows what he's doing. But Roy Jones, he's quick as hell too. I haven't seen any of his like. Trainings. I'm not even like a boxing fan like that, but um, I've seen so on Snapchat on the Discovery page. Did I always just see it like um, mm -hmm. their fight videos and stuff? Their training, bro. He's fast. He's like good. I I don't know who he is really, but yeah, apparently he's really he's a good boxer. Cause he's around. I think he fought around the same time yeah. that Mike fought. Yeah. And so, them two coming back. It, are they just doing it like for charity or what are they doing? I don't know. Like just cause. Hopefully for charity, but maybe just cause. Like they just wanted to. They're like, all right, let's fight. Because I think it was before like COVID happened. They had something planned. Yeah, they had something planned, and then, and then they they stopped yeah. it until now. That's mm -hmm. back, bro, dude. They're getting Jake Paul. He's second in line. Like it's like. Mike Tyson's number one. He's number two. Him and yeah. Nate Robinson. So they're gonna make money from that, regardless. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. Mm -hmm. But like we we didn't grow up around the time that Mike Tyson fought, so yeah. we we didn't yeah. really watch it. But now that I look back at the that YouTube videos, crazy. Like you can just tell he came out there to like kill. I know. Like that's yeah, unstoppable. He, crazy. Yeah, he was a monster in the ring for sure. Yeah. I like I like MMA more, but this is like a fight you have to watch. Like, mm -hmm. but yeah, MMA this Saturday. There's nothing UFC or UFC, yeah. yeah. But there's um there's nothing this Saturday. But like actually, I think it's there's a pretty good like number one fight. Mm -hmm. But uh, do I usually have events every every week? Every Saturday, yeah. 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 Um, 
but dude, the Khabib and Gaethje fight, that was insane. I didn't watch that, but I, I heard it, it was good. Dude, he got him in a triangle choke. Like, those things, yeah. like... And it was his, like... I I remember it was his last, last fight, fight, right? Yeah, yeah, he's like... He didn't even want to fight. He told his mom, and his mom was like, oh... Like, don't go to a fight without your dad. It's mm-hmm. you. It's always been your dad's been to every single fight. Like that's crazy, and but he's like, no, I just want to do this and end it. Like no matter what, um, and he came out and won. But dude, his dad. It shows how amazing of a coach he is because he's trained like he. The people he's trained, they're like eight of them right now. Mm-hmm. Who he's the coach of are in the UFC right now. So Damn. like. Yeah, he, he trains like monsters. Yeah. yeah, it's it's crazy. Like, I don't know how he trains them, but he trains so them good. He Khabib only had like one coach, like just his dad. Yeah, the whole it, time. Yeah, his dad. But now for for the recent fight, it was his dad's like best friend who was always at the the gym with them and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, he coached him. I'm pretty sure I forgot his name, but yeah, yeah that dude. They they coached him good. He's a mm-hmm. monster, bro. He put him in a triangle choke. He's so good on the ground because he's yeah. like really good at wrestling. I remember like that, him versus Conor McGregor when they fought. Like everybody, bro, he <laughs> imagine how strong of a choke he gets because Conor's chin was under it, mm-hmm. but the pressure he put like <laughs> yeah. just just on his chin, Dude. like it's too it's too much even for a person like Conor McGregor who just fights for a living. Yeah. So you That's don't want crazy. to get in a chokehold, in, in Khabib's chokehold. But yeah, this triangle choke, like, if you get it in right, mm-hmm. it'll literally, you'll get, that's why Khabib got, or Gaethje got knocked out. And I, like, now that I look back at the video, like, he tapped, but the the ref didn't really see it. He thought it was just, like, a defense, like, he's trying to hit him in the face. Oh, okay. And so, he yeah, trying he to tap. Out. Yeah, because <laughs> if, if you get in the triangle and you put pressure down a little bit, Mm-hmm. It it's still like I screwed. I was like, Dad, like let me, let me try it on you. But I didn't put pressure. But once I put like a little bit of pressure, he's like, Dude, no, no, that, no. that actually I feel it like right when you put a little bit. Yeah. So imagine just going full force on mm-hmm. a triangle choke. That, that's that's incredible. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like you you started getting into UFC like a like past few months right yeah. you even went to the ufc yeah, gym yeah I, I got like the free trial at the yeah. ufc gym how was that like bro it, it's fun it's fun but i think like if you're gonna utilize the training and stuff like then and if you're like you love it and you're serious mm-hmm. then yeah go like spend the money and utilize the training and whatnot but if you like for me, I kind of just wanted to like screw around and hit the punching bag and yeah, because it's a gym plus the like punching bags, the uh, and the training and some other equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I I want a punching bag in my backyard just to like <laughs> just to hit around because yeah. that's that's like pretty much why I went to the gym for. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's good exercise, you know. It's yeah. like even shadow boxing. I heard is yeah, good. Yeah, no, it's just good. Like thirty minutes. 20 minutes yeah it's full 100 percent energy mm-hmm. it gives you like a like a full workout basically yeah. with just a little bit of one exercise yeah you could do because right now over here like our gyms are closed i don't yeah. know about the rest of like the u.s yeah, most 24 shit. hour I, we go to 24 hour that those are cl- most of them are closed right now 
Mm. Like because the governor here, yeah, it's just uh, Newsom's doesn't uh, know (laughs) anything. (laughs) Um, But yeah, like only some of them are closed. Like I know the one on like um, main place. I think it's they're they're putting everything on the roof because apparently they have a rooftop basketball court. Yeah, I go. I've been to that one, but like it's. I don't know if they put it up there already, cause like, I'm I they they did. sure they, they did, the yeah. Weights. Cause my uh my friend from UCSB he, mm-hmm. uh he goes he goes to that one. He's like they already have it yeah, all yeah. set up, but getting a reservation is the hard yeah, part, yeah. cause everyone wants to go. Cause one time I went there, cause um uh, to like my gym, and there was a line outside just to get in. <laughs> Cause the they they hell? limit the people once they see like okay there's like a hundred two hundred people in here Damn. all right just limit how many people and there people waiting like at least a good fifteen twenty minutes outside yeah. I remember when they had the time limit thing like you get an hour and a yeah, half yeah or that how was, much was it yeah like and then they that kick that you made out more people like, come in like because yeah. if you just sign up and I don't think they had a limit to how many people could sign up for that specific time yeah. So when everybody came in, everybody just went in all at once. Yeah, it's true. And from that time, and they like kicked everybody out after like that certain period. Yeah, I know. They're like, all right, everyone has <laughs> to go. But the one time you're not allowed to go uh, when, when they, it was that system, mm-hmm. you're not allowed to go more than once a day. But I like, uh, <laughs> I like screenshot yeah, the yeah, screen yeah. and then I, I went back in like an hour that, later. Yeah. That time they had this, this, uh, system where if, uh, you, if you download the app and you check in the time, it shows like a green screen yeah, with your face like a on it. Green with your face, so that they know which uh, which person is in. Yeah, and that's it shows like the date and the time and stuff. But you, they're kind of they, like if they yeah, know yeah. you, or like like they see the screen. Walk they, they just see you walk they, past and yeah, show yeah. them, and then you're good. You you can just go <laughs> yeah. in. They don't like look to see that you're on yeah. the app itself. So yeah, that's true. Like that's what you know, like. When we were in Denver, my brother took a screenshot. That was like, we, he basically like cut his image onto mine yeah. and like changed the name and made it the exact font as it was on the app. I don't know how he got the font. Right? I like, know, he got the font perfect. I was like, damn. Yeah, it was just on Snapchat too. Right? Yeah, we had it on <laughs> somehow, Snapchat. Somehow it's, it's possible to, to cut all that out. Yeah. That was fun, dude. We went to Denver. We didn't even expect to go to the gym, but we we went like two, three times. Yeah, that yeah. was good. My cousins didn't want us to go at yeah. first. I was like, <laughs> like COVID. No hell that. no. We gotta go. Yeah, and that gym was huge. Like that was massive, dude. We, you mentioned Newsom. Like, like, did you hear that he he was at like a, a really expensive restaurant oh, indoors yeah, yeah. and stuff? With and like, like this was this was when CBC the curfew was in, or he was. I think. I don't know if the curfew was in place, but he was planning on doing it. Mm-hmm. And like, um, yeah, people took pictures and like it, it, uh, it, it like spread out. Yeah, it blew up. Um, the funny thing is, people from the California Medical Association, I think they, his like um, lobbyists and stuff, they were all there. Yeah, and they those are the same people that are telling him put these restrictions mm-hmm. in. Like we don't like and we have to sitting. preserve it. And they're the ones who are literally doing. Yeah, it was like ten people, like this, this like big yeah, table, and table, and like then all gathered up. Yeah, like no masks. Um, if he if he's the one who implements like the law and everyone has to like or not a law but 
like what's a restriction the right term for it? restriction if he's the one who implements it he should lead by example and follow it strictly mm-hmm. like i guarantee you or i don't guarantee but it's most likely that he he has he's done this in the past like mm-hmm. you, it's just no one's there to take a picture of it yeah so i mean it's hard like even with um the in thanksgiving like they say after 10 o'clock in Orange County, like you'll get, um, yeah, you'll curfew. get a ticket. Uh, you get, I think it's not only Orange County, it's the entire California. Really? Yeah. Oh, damn. 10. Um, yeah. From, after 10, 10 you like, you, you can get pulled over and the, they can ticket you and stuff. Um, like even that, like I think some of the, and my mom said that's like a misde- misdemeanor charge. Misdemeanor? If Ooh. you get that shit. So, damn. Yeah. It's like, it's a risk, but then again, like, most of the cops, especially on Thanksgiving too, I think the cops would understand like unless they like use their power like in the wrong way. Most of them would understand these yeah. people are just like trying to, like a, trying to trying to get a Thanksgiving a in there. Yeah, like, yeah. these people Plus, are just trying to have Thanksgiving and are going home probably. Mm-hmm. So it's not like ruin their night. Mm-hmm. So I didn't. We we were still driving. We were still driving back home when it was already ten. And there's a bunch of cars. Yeah, so how many so cops many are you cars. gonna have to have? Even I guarantee you, even at like twelve, there's a mm-hmm. bunch of cars. Yeah. So like how every... many cops will you have to pull people over? It's just inefficient, and like, it, um, you don't want them profiling someone who has a bad car. So it's better to just like just let them go. Like, yeah, it's not like yeah, you driving. You don't know what their situation over. is. So yeah, and plus you can't like go to every house either like yeah. st- and check like hey yeah, you yeah, have yeah. 10 people here you got some turkey you he's, see. Like, <laughs> he's like if there's more than 10 people you're giving me turkey yeah Dude, yeah it's it's and it's like but i'm just like why why would newsome even like do that and then all he had to do i i feel like he's the one who put who who controls it so if he breaks it he should face more consequences like if you're yeah. in the position of power and you like you should face the most the same consequences. consequences as even yeah the same at least mm-hmm. that's the minimum because like all he had to do was go was just like go in front of the um reporters and just be like i'm sorry i i should have i sat down i should have stood up he just said something like that he's like i should have stood up went in my car and left and then like but you didn't <laughs> I mean, we'll let you off, but I, I'm pretty sure you've done this like last week. You're going to do it next week. Yeah. It's, I know like people cannot follow this strictly. I remember like months ago, everyone was, um, a lot of people were, were like mad and, and like posting on their story constantly. Like you guys are, um, like so irresponsible. This can, this can stop if everyone stays in, Mm -hmm. um, like you got, um, just please stay in. I've been staying in. I've been doing my part. Now, like eighty percent of those people are out, are yeah. out and about right now. No, they like don't, they don't I think after after like a June, certain point, like, like I, yeah, when they when because people got impatient once, uh, the CDC and the White House said like, okay, two weeks. Yeah, it's, it'll be done. It'll be done in two weeks. Trust them. Trust them. It'll be done. Saying, don't worry about it. Two more. Two more. Okay, we'll add two more. And now what? What is it? November, dude. almost December. We're still at here. Wait, February was COVID. We didn't even like. I think we talked about it. Barely. If we go back, like I don't know. Some well, of you I like go back that. And, we and probably watch talked that. about it like vaguely, like, like vaguely. Like I was, think it wasn't even big. Yeah, 
it wasn't I don't that think, big. But yeah, yeah it was dude. just yeah, we we went to Staples Center with like a bunch of people. Yeah, and apparently it was here in late November. Yeah. So so <laughs> we I don't know. <laughs> we were we were out there. But luckily we still haven't gotten it. Like yeah, and, I know. and our family, like knock on wood, you know. Yeah, I know. Uh, we, we we've been to like um two states and like three for me. Yeah. Three, yeah. I've been to Mexico. So I've been out of the country. <laughs> yeah. And I still haven't gotten it. And my brother's been to like bars and stuff and he still hasn't gotten it. Some of his some of his friends have, but they're they're like quarantining, you know, they say they just have a slight fever. Mm-hmm. Um and they're they're fine after that. They recover. But it's just like I laugh when I see these like the same people who are getting mad at people like a few months ago. Yeah. Say in like April or something, are the same people who are just going <laughs> no. out now. Yeah. Cause at at some point you can't just like Bro, stay can't. at home the whole time. It's not gonna be healthy. Like yeah, that's why I don't think healthy. the gym, like shutting down gyms, is is good. Yeah. Cause some that's people, a, that's like the way they like they let out stress and stuff. Yeah, it's and a form of gonna, like meditation, just yeah. working on your body and stuff. But when mm-hmm. you don't even give anybody an opportunity to use it, like if you say like if you want to go. You could go, but it's a risk you're taking. And that's fine if they could take uh, mm-hmm. take that risk, then by all means. But mm-hmm. if by shutting it down completely, that's not the right thing yeah. to do. Dude, so this is weird, though. Like, you know, like COVID's supposed to have a really, like, high, it does have a really high, like, survival rate. It, if you have underlying conditions and all the stuff, old age, then you're more likely to get really sick or die or something. But mm-hmm. there's... I saw this video like on Snapchat, this, this lady, she was healthy, like probably mid forties and maybe, maybe like early fifties. And she, she would do Pilates like three times a week, cardio three times a week. I think she was like, I don't know if she was vegetarian or vegan, but she probably ate healthy cause she was really in shape mm-hmm. and she got like, it's, it has to be like a really bad strain of it because it doesn't happen to everyone. It's just like, you're, it's a rare case where you're unlucky, yeah. but this lady, like, she she was really sick when she got it, and then she had long term effects. Like she she's like months in now, and she still has still to has symptoms. She still it. has symptoms. She can't like run for for a long time. I don't even know if she could even run for like thirty seconds. But uh-huh. yeah, dude, that's like that's why I'm like confused. I'm like, damn, if if someone just randomly gets unlucky and gets that, even if they're like twenty years old, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, it so, probably has to do with like the strains of it. Yeah, some are it's a virus. More. It's gonna yeah. it's gonna mutate. That yeah. that's I'm not like virology PhD, <laughs> but yeah. influenza it was here in 1918. It's that's the that's what the flu is. It's still here. It's just mm-hmm. we we have a good good system of vaccination for it. Like, it's, and people and, still die of it, and people yeah. still get it. Yeah, and, and it. Influenza as a virus, it's gonna mutate a little bit every every time we come out with a new vaccine. Mm-hmm. So it's just a matter of like COVID's gonna be here. Everyone's like COVID's gonna end, dude. A hundred years <laughs> yeah. from now, it's, it's gonna, still there's be. still gonna be a COVID, but it's just gonna be like mm-hmm. something like the flu, like so, uh, not as impactful. Yeah, it's not as impactful, and it'll we'll mm-hmm. eventually adapt to it and raise our immun- immunity. Um, to it but yeah like it's it's not gonna just end like this vaccination is gonna help 
and like mm-hmm. it's great that they have that they're like and it's almost they're doing done. it quick too like yeah they're doing uh, it quick like a speed up, so, speed it up process yeah because it like usually some, takes some operation like i forgot what it's called but yeah they're yeah. trying to do it quick it usually takes a, a few years for all the testing to be done and they're the scientists have managed to do it like all these different companies you've heard of pfizer yeah moderna like they're all yeah, trying they're to get it done stock market's booming for that <laughs> yeah, <dude. I> know. <laughs> everything like, balances on whether the vaccine is gonna come right yeah. now <laughs> like they're Whenever the, they say like the ninety six percent efficacy on the vaccine, they're like yeah. the whole stock market. Dow like, got to like thirty thousand. Okay, so. everyone's on the, on Robinhood just like yeah, freaking, just trading right now. <laughs> Robinhood isn't it an IPO now? Or I'm not sure. I think that. it's like it's going to be. But mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people have like over the past like I think two or or like four years. There's been an increase in like younger investors, yeah. I think. No, like, which is which is good. Yeah, dude. like you you need. Like, um, I don't think that many kids started off like this interested in in learning about stocks until yeah. now, like with the internet, YouTube. Yeah, good. As long as you're not just like, they just think it's like a money making. It's a money making machine if you can utilize it properly. Like, mm-hmm. I I still I have yet to like start a four hundred one k, but I I should. Because if you have it at 18 and you're getting consistent, it's like climbing, yeah, a recession or two maybe, but overall the profit will be high. So yeah. when, when I'm 50 or 60 and if I start it right now, I know like it's I'm going to have money. Yeah, and I recently opened a Roth IRA. Yeah, that's, that yeah, that's, yeah, that's that's what I'm going to, um, that's what I'm going to open up. Because mm-hmm. isn't that the one where you get taxed when you put the money in, not when yeah. you take all of it out? Yeah. Yeah, that's so way that's, more efficient. As a younger yeah, person. You just put in money in uh, every month or however many times yeah. you want, whatever yeah. the amount you want, whatever you could afford. Mm-hmm. And as as long as you keep putting it in and then it'll continuously, they like reinvest it for you basically. Yeah. And Compound interest. Yeah, that interest adds up year after year. You leave it in for like 30, 40, 50 it years. It starts making money you know, for you at one point. Especially at our age, like in when you're in 18, 19, uh, like that when you're like 50 60 like you could guarantee like you'll have a million dollars yeah like you could guarantee that that'll be there for you if not a million million like at least like hundred thousand or or more and that will that'll always help you like no matter what situation you're in Mm -hmm. um and it starts with just like a little bit like people i think don't understand 20 right they'll keep going up like people don't realize that like about saving money as much as they used mm-hmm. to. Like they see all the people that have the nice shirts yeah, and like belts and Gucci yeah. like and all that. The, the nice cars, but they don't realize like all these people that do that also save money as well. Like they also yeah. put it away and do the Roth IRA or wherever investments they make. Yeah. Savings good. Like you don't, savings good but when it comes time to spending you don't want to always be conservative like say you go to a restaurant like it's a nice restaurant and you really haven't been eating out that much you've been saving you don't want to just be like oh i'm gonna save i don't want to drop hundred hundred dollars tonight like it's good if you're with friends or family friends or family and it's 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 not a common thing yeah it's special to spend your money and enjoy it because Mm -hmm. like you're 
you're going to have to enjoy it at some point. Cause what, yeah. what are you going to do when you're like 60 or 70, you don't have <laughs> any experiences. All you've done is just saved. Mm-hmm. Like it's good to, to travel. Like that's why like our parents aren't like, like multimillionaires, but we've been to so many countries. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, important. Took, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah, like, that's, that's, uh, that's like so many people like that I know they've only been to here or Mexico or something. And like, mm-hmm. they've only like, been like, around this area and yeah. like road trips yeah and mask road yeah. trips they haven't even been to the other side of the country mm-hmm. so like it's they're, they're like amazed when i say i've been to like 12 countries um mm-hmm. and like i've experienced so much and i can i'm like planning on continuing traveling yeah starting like that the best at a thing age, yeah it's and the best thing you could do yeah so you don't want to just like not have anything like we're not saying Save every save cent, every save cent. everything you got. Yeah, and no. Then, no, you know, you could enjoy your life. Mm-hmm. And, but also at the same time, you got to remember, like, the, mm-hmm. you got to yeah. play it for the long run. You're making, here. if you're right now a college student or something, you're making like, you're working part time mm-hmm. and minimum your wage. Plan is, <laughs> yeah, your plan is to like save. It's just like money for college. Don't, don't, don't go like buy like a $5,000 yeah. like Gucci bag or it's something. It's basically don't buy shit that you don't need. Yeah. I mean, if it makes you happy and like it'll, like yeah. it really it's will whatever make your a, priorities are. Yeah, yeah, whatever your priorities are. That that's what you have to learn as mm-hmm. a in, in growing up, like yeah. your priorities shift. Because like I, Kevin Hart, he said like this uh, story that he said um, that when he first got his like first big, mo- like pot of money, like something somebody gave him for doing a a show or he got signed or something yeah. and he got like $200,000, like $200,000, $300,000. Somebody gave him that. And, um, he said, I thought that this was the money. Like this was all mine. Yeah. Like this is 300,000. Like every, every dollar is mine, but he didn't realize that there are taxes. Yeah. There's agents fees. There's <laughs> this, there's that, yeah. there's travel. Like, all, yeah, like now he, he understands that like right when I get, a big movie he gets paid millions now every movie he gets paid millions he knows that half of that i already know it's not mine Mm -hmm. like half whatever i make half is not mine like that's taxes that's expenses that's everything like i I don't touch that money Mm because i know like there's there's things that's going to come up and then even after the half like he says i split that in half again and that half so like that the other half is the stuff he invests in yeah invest in businesses invest in uh different stocks and whatever mm-hmm. he learns and then, from his mistakes that's good yeah and then the other half is what he spends on and yeah. that like you know he's he, now he's a millionaire so like his that percentage is probably a million millions of dollars for him yeah but he didn't start off like that and yeah. this is how he did it like when he didn't have millions maybe he had only a few thousand few hundred thousand that's how he lived his life based on yeah. that, that amount. Yeah. And then that compounded over like insane work ethic, mm-hmm. like getting to where he is now. Yeah. That's how you do it. Dude, you remember the story with Shaq, how he like oh, he yeah. bought like so much shit one day, like he bought a Mercedes and his mom's like, you didn't buy me once or something. So he <laughs> went and got, yeah. At got first, one. like he bought one for himself Yeah, and then his dad wanted one. And then his mom wanted Yeah, like, he just went, all right, let's <laughs> yeah. go. He's like, and he said he didn't negotiate whatsoever. Like, he just went like, in there. 
uh, whatever it costs, I'll pay it. <laughs> so, That's crazy. And then you bought like a diamond ring or something like expensive. Mm-hmm. I think it was when he said the first time, like the first uh, check he got from the NBA it was like a, a pre-signing one one million dollars that he got. <laughs> so he. <laughs> Oh, His accountant man. called him like 48 hours. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, We're like, <laughs> this is going to be out in no time. Oh, yeah, dude. That was a funny story of Shaq. Yeah. So finance, very important. In life. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, I'm, I'm taking this, um, this, this class for next, or it's a seminar for next quarter, mm-hmm. winter quarter. It's called like the beauty of mathematics. And like in the course description, it's like you don't need a calculator. Like you just got to be ready to be in disbelief because it's, it's basically like um, how Galileo said, like mathematics is like the language of nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's is basically going to teach us like the phenomena of like just math basically and how it relates to things in like in life, in life, in the universe. Mm-hmm. And all aspects so like i'm i'm like hyped for that like i like math i'm not like a freak about it but like i know there's like stuff like the fibonacci sequences and stuff and like yeah i don't know anything about that like yeah that stuff's pretty insane so like um yeah i know i'm gonna learn like some crazy shit in that class mm-hmm. and like also recently i read this um book on like memory it's called um moonwalking with einstein by joshua Foyer. Yeah, and dude, it's a it's a pretty insane book. It basically like, um, talks about internal versus external memory. Like external memory, say like the the computer, our phone, um, like the the video camera, notes. our notes, our calendars, written information. Uh-huh. That's all external memory. Internal memory is obviously whatever is in our brain. Um, and it just it's really interesting about that stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, like the. The reason why we're so advanced is because of the external as well. Yeah. I mean, internal as well. But if we didn't have right books, now, external, yeah. if we didn't have like any way of, of, of writing shit down, we wouldn't have the knowledge for future generations. Yeah. It's like at, before anything was written down, people would just talk. It was verbal and then communication. After generations of doing that, you won't get the same information. Yeah, you know? no, that's, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah, like even um, like uh, I'm taking a Greek myth class. Like things like the Odyssey and the Iliad. It was just bards, which are basically just like um people who sing poetry and stuff. They, it's just generations of that those kind of people that are passing it down. Yeah, and that's why they used words like gray-eyed Athena and stuff, just to like that helps them remember it more. Mm -hmm. Like details, visionary details, um that helps them remember it and so that's how like that's why the the odyssey and iliad and stuff are written kind of weird because mm-hmm. it was it was originally like bards passing it down singing it so they would sing these stories like <laughs> yeah. these long ass stories <laughs> sing it. and yeah they would sing them and i think i don't i'm not sure if this is true but like homer because he's supposedly the one who wrote the iliad and mm-hmm. and the odyssey he he was apparently the last bard, the last person to he sung it to someone who was who was able to write it down, and that's oh, okay. why Homer's considered the author. And again, 
Homer, that's his version. The person who taught him mm-hmm. probably said something different. That person who taught yeah. him is, is different. So yeah, it's always when that's whatever why, the like, inter- interpretation of it is. And even with books, like it could be interpreted differently by yeah. anybody else. But with books, anybody could read the book. Like if they know the language, they could read yeah. it and interpret for themselves. Yeah, I was just reading like for class. I have to read this book called On Writing. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just sections of it, and it's by Stephen King, uh, or Stephen King. Uh, Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King. Um, and he was basically like saying how writing is a kind of like telepathy, and how mm-hmm. he described like this cage with um, a rabbit in it eating a carrot, and it had the number eight on its back in blue ink. And he said, like, he said, the reader knows what I'm talking about, but he doesn't know. He didn't say if it was a glass cage or a steel rod cage Mm -hmm. or a fenced cage. And he didn't say what kind of rabbit it was or how, like, details about the carrot. But, like, yeah, he was just saying how it's all your own interpretation when it comes to, like, reading. Your own imagination. Yeah, and your imagination. Mm -hmm. He said. You fill in the details of it. Yeah, he said most people would be intrigued by the number eight on a rabbit's back, like in blue ink. Mm-hmm. And it was just like super interesting how like like what you read is always your inter like the reader's interpretation, like ideas flow and you get that idea and put it into the the plethora of ideas that you already have mm-hmm. and it mixes to create a new idea which you can write down or say. Yeah. So like yeah, re- writing or reading um is like similar to future memory or like writing because future memory is just what you, what you have right now plus um, or what you're reading and what you're taking in plus past memories. Mm-hmm. So if you're always like reading and writing um, and tying that, that automatically your brain ties it back with past memories. That's how you make new connections and stuff. Yeah. The book talks about that. I'm like paraphrasing heavily summarizing, <laughs> but um but yeah, that book is interesting. Like it said in antiquity, like way back, um, like your genius, one's gene because they didn't have writing back then. Uh-huh. Um, so one's genius was measured by how much they can memorize. Like it, apparently us like most of the people back then could they had memorize a lot. They, they can memorize a lot. They had these memory techniques, like it was a mnemonic way of memorizing. Uh-huh. Like, um, it's kind of how with like the months and days or whatever, or the, the months of the year, like how this one's the 31st like month of the, with 31 days, this one's 30 days. So it's like, that's a, a basic example of a mnemonic way of learning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they have these techniques. So apparently anyone, most people could do that, but your genius was measured by how on what scale you could do it at. Cause some people, this dude memorized the whole population of his Roman city, like a city in Rome by All name, the names, yeah. every name. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have, they, he couldn't study writing. He just ha- had the pronunciation. He had their, he asked them their name. He got it. And he remembered it through a mnemonic way of learning. So you could ask him two years later and he'll know the person's mm-hmm. name. Like there's like, this other technique I wrote, like this isn't, anything with mnemonic or anything mm-hmm. but it's a i read this in a book it says that whenever you meet someone you should ask them like 
not not only the name but what they like like have a conversation with them yeah so that you build it's that connection meaningful. like so that you remember that person oh this guy he likes uh he tra or he's from spain or he's yeah he likes this uh, ice cream or whatever so yeah. that you remember it that way as well yeah so. the book the book i think talks about that too and that's important um uh, but like back to antiquity they were saying like this dude in like thailand or something i think mm -hmm. this is this is more this is modern um but these people are like what you call like uh participants of the memory world memory championship yeah i'll get into that it's gnarly but um this dude memorized a, a 56 000 word <laughs> like yeah a, a chinese english dictionary Damn. He, he memorized that whole thing and he used his his body parts to as a tool mm -hmm. his bones um as a tool of like remembering it because it, there's this thing called the the memory palace when you're trying to remember something in this mnemonic way of learning like you, um, it, there's something called a memory palace and say it could be it just has to be something that you a place that you know really well so your your household like uh, your childhood house you grew up in like mm -hmm. you can close your eyes and look left and right and you know, like you can walk through it basically, and you know where every room is, every yeah, detail. Yeah, like that. I've I've had that. Yeah, like, at yeah. night you whenever you know your house, like like that. Like, so. At night, whenever you need to go to the bathroom, like you just yeah. know exactly where the door is, exactly yeah. where. Everything and so is. you have a memory palace, and you make certain loci, which is like a locus, mm -hmm. and you can basically place an image there. So, like, if you want to memorize a to-do list, like, say you have to get um cottage cheese from a from the grocery store um along with other items you kind of you you use your house say the first time you're doing this you use your house as a memory palace mm -hmm. and you basically close your eyes and walk through your house like in a certain path so you go upstairs you go to your room and you walk through your house and you put um like an image a visionary like very visual image um with try to put sense or um try to put all your senses in like um feeling hearing like color you can make the image talk like mm -hmm. anything that will help it stick to your mind because or make it like um something sexual because like or funny because that that helps people remember more mm -hmm. um and so you you kind of walk your path through the house and you put images on in certain places and so you could remember long lists like that mm -hmm. like up to 100 words and that's what these people in um memory in the world memory championship do mm -hmm. like they they have to remember um like thousands of words and they have to like remember the order of like two decks of cards or something um maybe more mm -hmm. to become a grand master you have to memorize the the order of 10 decks of cards yeah. it's just like gnarly stuff it sounds it sounds useless mm -hmm. and like for when you utilize it that way it's kind of just like like what are you doing you're <laughs> yeah. putting in that much energy into that uh -huh. like it, it it's not it doesn't make any sense like go do something more productive or use it to something more productive mm -hmm. which like that that's completely true um and like so that that way of mem memorizing is like 
what what they do in the memory championship and it's pretty mm -hmm. crazy um but this one dude he's a grandmaster in like memory he basically sparked his interest in in that kind of stuff when his college teacher his professor on the first day of school he was a freshman and his te uh every every student came he took the roll call the teacher did and everyone who was absent he said they're First, middle, and last name, their address, their phone number. Um, <laughs> like he, bro, he knew everything <laughs> and by, by memory. And like yeah. he plays that trick uh, apparently every year to his new students because mm -hmm. he knows that he is like um, good at that type of thing, like memorizing mm -hmm. with using those techniques. And so that sparked the student's interest. He's like, what the hell? His name's Tony Buzan. Um, he has a bunch of books and stuff, but basically, He's like went up to the went up to the professor. He's like, I'm not no, nah, like I'm magical. I'm not gonna tell you how I do <laughs> how I'm doing it. And then later in the year, he's like, no one noticed like that I actually did this, or no one came and asked me about it. Like no one like, cared about it. Yeah, but this is how I do it. And he showed them this thing called the major system. I'm not gonna get into that, but it was just a like basic way of of starting off. Um. And he, he's like, holy, holy crap, like this isn't something magical. I could do this. So he just went to the library, got a bunch of books on that stuff and asked him like what I should do, what I should read. Um, and he basically got good at it. And at, later in the year, later in his college career, he was, he got so good at it. He could memorize his, his notes. Like yeah. he could memorize a whole study guide and then ace his tests. He, he, he started to ace all his tests because he could memorize it. and like. Like some people would say like, well, are you actually learning then? Cause mm. like, if you're just memorizing everything, <laughs> like what are you actually learning? But I, I think you're actually learning because if someone asks you two weeks later, you can pull it out, pull it out of your head, mm. out of that memory palace that you put all this information in, you could pull it out of your head. Um, yeah. and, and you could, you could say the detail. Whereas the way we learn right now, you don't know what you like, like I, I'm in, say, my Greek myth class. I don't know the details my professor was talking about in the lecture, uh -huh. but, or I don't know what I have in my notes right now at all. So, like, if if I was able to, so say someone asked you randomly, like, what did um what did you write in this, or what is this about um in Greek mythology, uh -huh. and you you can't provide all the details because how like you you just know the general idea of it. Yeah, because nobody right? like most people don't. Don't read through memorize. that notes like yeah. like that much like that, don't that they don't much. read their books like they're they're half-ass studying they're play, yeah. playing video games and yeah shit. so <laughs> like like it's um imagine how like powerful you'd be if you could like put in that extra energy of memorizing it and how this, long does it take him to like memorize stuff uh, probably well in that that scale probably like um a few hours at least what yeah. that's once you're good at it mm -hmm. but once once you have it in in your head like you're good like so mm -hmm. that that's what that's why i think it's pretty cool because right now like we only remember the general idea of things we don't even like um so that way of learning is we remember the general idea but this way it's it's like cool because you could pull out any detail mm -hmm. Of, of any class that you want and just like be like all right yeah this is it and some dude in like uh, i don't know which is usually like that takes like repetition for normal students like yeah if you if, let's say you're doing math and 
you get the same problem again and again and again. You start to know exactly how to do it over time. Yeah, over time. And, but most people, they don't know, they don't want, or they don't want to mm. do focus on it for like a long period of time yeah. at one time to memorize it all at once. Yeah, that that's called the rote memorization. So it's basically repeating something until you get it. Yeah, that's what most people. That's do, what people have learned to do since they were like born, basically since the first day of preschool, like so. We haven't really been taught how they how they were taught back thousands of years ago. That's mm -hmm. how they were taught. But again, like we have all this technology, so it's not like that, it's not it's not really necessary. It's just um like it's just something that is pretty interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um and like so this teacher in in like Louisiana or something, he teaches AP US history and all of his students get fives, uh, like the highest score on their exam, because he just like he's really good at teaching this technique, and he basically creates a whole like time map in their brain mm -hmm. using this this type of teaching them how to do it, and he, so they basically they could think of it and they have all the details. So like say in the DBQ, you have yeah. to know like your facts about like, like this, yeah. So, um, document-based question, they give you like a vague prompt and say like, write about it, write an essay mm -hmm. about it. And so they could literally go through their, their memory palace or their timeline in their head mm -hmm. and be like, all right, these are the facts that I have to write about. And so if they're decent at writing, they could formulate a perfect essay. So yeah. that's what all of the students get fives on their exam. <laughs> so imagine like you could teach math like this, like some dude who didn't in the book, he didn't know shit about math mm -hmm. and he applied this memory technique and he could do like complex ass calculus <laughs> yeah. just by memorizing the formulas and applying it mm -hmm. like which is pretty which is pretty crazy so imagine you taught you were taught biology like this you were taught math like this mm -hmm. history freaking physics bro you you could unleash some like genius bro yeah. like it's yeah. pretty it's pretty sick but instead of just going through like PowerPoint slides, like yeah, and you're just like, like all right, and then you're writing notes <laughs> yeah. and you don't know, like you're not gonna remember it two weeks from now. Yeah, I know. So like the teacher like practices it in class with yeah, them. Yeah, he teaches that, and like the people who are really interested, he'll like spend like an hour or two after class, like, mm -hmm. and he's like, all right, this is, he teaches them more about like the yeah how to do it like because I think that's the only way like kids will learn because like after class like you don't even want to like do school yeah, shit you're yeah. like fuck that just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so yeah. that's that's good though that he teaches it that way yeah i know it's like he, he's like oh we're not taught how to we're not taught how to remember we're taught what to remember always yeah. like we're taught to remember the abcs and road memorization is like as efficient until you get to a certain point like um and it's just too time consuming to just trying to keep memorizing something mm -hmm. um and if you introduce th this technique say since we were like kids we were taught how to do this plus we were taught how to write like that's yeah. a superpower now we like we have we're we know how to utilize the external resources like we know what to search up on google to get our answer mm -hmm. but like if we if we could put that that thing the answer into our head and like there's no limit on like how much our brain can handle. Like if yeah. these people, if these world memory championship people can memorize decks of cars, thousands of digits, 
um, like have face to name. Like, um, so one of the things is you see a face and you have associated name and if they could do that, like every day, um, and some of them do like that shows that your brain has an insane capacity. So imagine being able to take that knowledge into your head. Like Mm -hmm. that'd be insane. Um, but yeah, uh, that's a really good quote from that book. Like we're taught what to remember, not how to remember it. Mm -hmm. And like, it's what, and like the controversy especially with school, is like the everything in school is about uh especially in the u.s memorizing yeah. and then putting it on a piece of paper yeah but like that's all it is yeah that's what it is so if you knew how to actually memorize mm-hmm. through this technique you'd be amazing in this type yeah. of school system because you're like all right i have this completely mm-hmm. memorized i'm gonna just write all of it down yeah and you can put every fact everything that your teacher's looking for mm-hmm. but and yeah, then you could stuff. just do whatever else you want to do like throughout the day because you already know all right yeah. i got all this information yeah you got you got your whole to-do list in here you don't have to pull out your phone for it yeah and like like even uh last episode we were talking about how a lot of people cheat in school yeah and like that it's because they're not interested in it and they don't want to like fucking do all this work yeah, I know. to study but if they knew like okay if i just put like my time into this and Mem- memorize this technique yeah and then i'll be ready for the test and then, then you can go do yeah. what you can go do what a teenager wants to do, mm-hmm. like just have fun. Plus, if you're like a kid, like let's say you're like five years old and you know this, like Bro, you, you don't yeah. even have to like think twice about whatever subject yeah. it is. Like it just comes. Yeah, that, that's like incredible. Like, um, like being able to do what a kid does. Like right now, like if you go to a hard like elementary school or prep school or something, it's just work, work, work. Like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm assuming. So like. If you were taught how to do this, like as a kid, that'd be crazy. You could go out and play for the rest of the day. Yeah. And you don't even have to think about like, like homework because you <laughs> can do it be, easily. Yeah. That'd so, be so good. Like that'd be, that'd be pretty crazy. And in this, um, in the book, this dude, um, he talks about how he, he had a, a huge exam for his like college or something that he was learning. Um, and he had to take this, this big exam. And he didn't study a bit because he was so good at this technique. Mm-hmm. He didn't study at all. He partied the night before till <laughs> yeah. 4 a.m. His test was at noon. Uh-huh. He woke up at like 9 or like 10. And he just memorized like as much as he could yeah. from like the textbook through this technique. I honestly don't know how he does it from a textbook. I know the basics about this stuff. But he memorized like as much as he could. He aced the test. Like <laughs> just from... Imagine taking a, the biggest test of your life. Uh-huh. Uh, it's like important. Like a bar exam, like yeah, for law. a bar exam or something. <laughs> you don't you don't study, and you party the night before, and you just hit that memory technique. And you're just done. Yeah, and you take the exam and you pull things out of your head like like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that's like insane. And it's also like about. like really good with with um like memorizing someone's name. Mm-hmm. Um. So like, yeah, it's, um, so say so you're at a bar and you just like, you won't forget someone's name at all. Like at the end of the night, if you kind of just put it through your memory mm-hmm. and through this technique and it, that, that stuff takes with just a name, it takes like two seconds. Like if you know how to do it. Yeah. So it's pretty crazy. That's pretty cool. But yeah. All right. I'll, off this topic. That was a lot of memory <laughs> stuff. Yeah. Probably right. screwed up your guys' memory by the, <laughs> by the end of this. 
Yeah, well, I, I'll look into it, and I think other people will too. Like, yeah, to learn about the book that. Was a just remember the word mnemonic memory, like mnemonic way of memorizing. Mm-hmm. Um, spelled with an M N E U uh, M O N I C mnemonic. I think. Um, Google will autocorrect that. Yeah, so. Google will autocorrect it. But um, yeah, and if you want the name of this book, it's called um, uh, Moonwalking with Einstein mm-hmm. by Joshua Foyer. It's like the art and science of remembering everything or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a pretty awesome book. Yeah, like yesterday I, I told you like that Einstein quote that like he, he said, uh, don't re- remember, mm-hmm. don't memorize anything you could look up. And I think what he was saying was not just not the like mnemonic way, but he mm-hmm. was saying like don't spend time doing something that's not gonna benefit you. Yeah. And instead, focus on something you have mm-hmm. because like of course we are limitless to what we could do, yeah. but we are limited in time. Mm-hmm. If we didn't live like if we had infinite yeah. lives, of course we could do anything we want to do, mm-hmm. but we only have a specific time, and that specific day 24 hours in one day you got to put towards something that you enjoy yeah something that you like to do and like that's um last thing about this book the author of them the author of the book joshua he he actually like learned a bunch of this stuff there's a you there's a world memory championship then there's a usa one mm-hmm. um usa one's a little easier because around the world like i guess like austrians and like europeans and stuff are amazing at this stuff for mm-hmm. some reason. Probably not just like there's nothing special about it. It's because they probably were taught um from the beginning or something. But this dude he learned from his mentor. He he learned how to do this stuff in one year. He said he practiced 30 minutes a day with a five minute bonus bonus time. 35 minutes a day. Sometimes he even like he, he didn't want to, so he skipped like a few days probably, but he was consistent with it and by the end he could he won the memory championship in Damn. one year and these people have been like some of the people who participated have been doing it for like four or five years mm-hmm. so like that's that's pretty crazy so this dude had to memorize two decks of cards um uh and a, like a bunch of like digits um and there's also like this event where you have to someone tells you their bio like as if as if it's a conversation mm-hmm. so and you memorize like, everything about yeah, them you memorize everything about them so they're like uh i have this type of car this color um they they put their they say their address um they say like their first and last name and each of the contestants like they they go all right what what was her address what was this person and there's five different people who say their <laughs> bio and they just go consecutive and go back around, and whoever gets unlucky gets the one that they doesn't that they don't remember. Yeah. And so like they have to memorize people's bio. It's crazy. He did this shit all in a year. Yeah. It's whatever you put your time into, really. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. He, I don't think he really had like a life outside yeah. of it. Yeah. He was it's because whatever he was you focus that. on, that's what you become. Like yeah. if you if you want to focus on cooking, you'll focus mm-hmm. on cooking. Yeah. More of the story, you find what you love and just yeah. like grind it because this dude found what he was interested mm-hmm. in because you never heard of like a, a professional athlete that's also a, a world-class cook that's yeah. also a clothing designer that's yeah, also that's a steel very... manufacturer that you don't you don't find yeah, you don't find the, these people with that much at, you can't get 
to the highest level in all those things. Yeah. If if you just like juggle your day with it. Yeah, you don't have enough. You gotta time focus to on that. one or maybe two. Like first focus on one. Do as much as you can with it and 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 then you'll build from there. Yeah, at the end when he won, like people were saying, now it's up now you're on to the world memory championship. And he was like, he even wrote like as a in his epilogue at the end, he's like, and I, People were telling me that, and I was just like, "No, I'm I'm done." Like mm-hmm. I proved, I was a I'm he's a journalist as his job, so he's <laughs> like, "I I did this." I the, he initially got interested by doing an article yeah, on this yeah. type of stuff, mm-hmm. and then he spent a year just grinding this, and he's like, "I'm gonna go back to my career." Like I did, I proved the, my point. Anyone can do this, like because mm-hmm. most people think, yeah, it, the book he writes it really well. Like it shows like. Dude, how are these people? You said the question, like, how the hell are these people doing it? And he constantly refers back to, like, anyone can do this. Like, you may think, like, you don't, only certain people can do this. Anyone can do it. Yeah, he was just some journalist who has, and he did an IQ test, average IQ, average memory, Mm -hmm. and he could still do it. So it's pretty gnarly. Like, yeah, that's that's some crazy stuff. Mm Yeah, I just think they should implement that in schools, like, teach that. Oh, they should teach this stuff in life. Because that's all it is, is. If you know exactly how to do school like that yeah. to get the best grades, then like of course everybody would get like straight A's mm-hmm. and shit. Yeah, because like so, some people like they say like they're not they're not interested in this, so they don't want to put in the work, which is completely fine. But if you knew how to do this, yeah. even if you're not interested, you just put it to memory, and then you're just like, all right, I'm gonna take this test and mm-hmm. I'm gonna be fine. Because especially as a kid, like you're curious about anything, like. I remember at like five years old, we'd talk yeah, about random shit. Like, shit. I don't know. <laughs> we'd learn whatever it was, was taught. Yeah. And the whole class would pay attention. But as you grow older and yeah, then like we I'm start having like phones, this. like people are like just looking at their phones yeah. and then the lectures going on, they don't really care. Mm-hmm. So like, I think the older you get, the less interest you have, unless you like really have the interest already, like then you go after it or, and pursue it yeah. with anything really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's getting dark out here, so yeah, it's getting pretty dark. <laughs> should, should we wrap it up? You want? I guess. Anything? How long has it been? Last uh, it's, uh, it's like been one hour. An hour. Yeah, an hour. Yeah, an hour. All right. Yeah. So you know, it's a decent podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed that. Like a lot of yeah, a lot of uh memory talk, a lot of yeah. interesting stuff. COVID talk. Yeah. Thanksgiving talk. Yeah, a lot of oh, all right, a lot of dope shit happened here. Um. Thanks yes, for coming on. Yep. And uh, it's been a good time. Hope shout, you guys enjoyed out, it. Shout out UCSB. Yep. <laughs> and uh, thank you guys for listening. Peace. All right. Peace out.